Hello and welcome to Masterclass, your source of everything Clash Royale. In this episode, I'm going to be doing a quick meta check, but that's going to be at the end. But I'm mainly going to be doing a 3.0 Expo Rundown. So there's going to be a few different segments, and I'll actually I'll put the, um, the markers for uh, each card in the episode descriptions if you want to learn about Archers or you know Electro Spirit or whatever. Um, there'll be a few different markers, and then I'm probably going to talk 5-10 minutes about each card, um, how to counter other cards, how to place them, all that kind of stuff. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Okay, so let's start with the the actual cards that are in the deck. So the cards that are in 3.0 Expo Cycle, or at least the one that I use, are Archers, Fireball, um, Electro Spirit, Knight, Skeletons. We have the Tesla Log, and of course, Expo. So let's start off with Archers. So now Archers, it's it's a very they're a good card. I like Archers. Um, in my opinion, Archers are some of the best um, cards in like low elixir cards, best three elixir cards maybe. Um, so I'm gonna go to the stats of the Archer. The stats of the of the Ar- Archer. Okay, well, the Archer has a 4.74 usage rate, it's 3 Elixir, its usage rate has sort of gone from about 5 to 4.74 recently, but here are some tips to when you play Archer. So A, um, if you have Archers in your starting hand, and you don't have Knight, Tesla, or Expo in your hand, because those are the main cards you want to use for either defense or offense, then... You want to split archers at the back, so you want to put them right behind the king tower, and the archers will you sort of split, I guess. One will go down one lane, one will go down the other lane, um, and if they don't do anything, you're going to get one archer hit on each tower, which is pretty good chip damage. Now, you can also place archers um, on, uh, what would it be? So there'd be, let's say a dark prince is coming down the right side, you could place it um, one tile past the middle line, so like right in the middle of the arena, one tile past that, um, the most right archer, one tile past that, and that'll make the dark prince only hit one archer at a time, and you can actually counter that. That also works with, um, pretty much any charging troop, and, uh, yeah, so you can do that. Also, um, what you can do, uh, if something like a wizard, or a electro wizard, an ice wizard, or something uh, that deals a lot of splash damage, is coming towards your tower. If they play it in the back, you can actually split your archers on either side of your princess tower. So put it behind your princess tower, and they'll go around it. And so um, the wizard won't hit both archers at the same time, and that'll actually kill a wizard. Now finally, um, let's say somebody's playing a lumberjack balloon. This has sort of to do with archers, but um, lumberjack balloon or Balloon, or Lava Hound, or anything like that, you want to play Archers away from your tower. You don't want to play them next to your tower, because a lot of people are using Fireball. I think it's the second most used card in the game. Um, so, people are going to Fireball them. And it's just value, because it's basically like Fireballing a tower, and you're also getting a 3 Elixir card. And now currently, the person who's highest using the 3.0 Expo deck has 7,911 um trophies and then the next highest um 
is actually using Ice Spirit instead of Electro Spirit, and they're at 7,771. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a good deck. I really like it. In my opinion, it is the best Expo deck. But um, now let's get right into the Electro Spirit. Okay, so now let's get into the Electro Spirit. So Electro Spirit is a one-cost card. Um, in my opinion, it's a very good card as well. It's the best Spirit because... It's good. It has a 4.12% usage rate. And it's actually gone up. So um, it used to be at like 4 point something, 4.0. Now it's at 4.1, which is good. Um, so currently the person with the highest trophies uh, using Electro Spirit is the Expo deck. And then next up is a Archer Queen Hog Rider deck. And the next up is a Lumberjack Balloon deck. So... Electro Spirit is a very versatile card. Now, Electro Spirit can counter pretty much any Swarm card. Um, and it actually can counter Minion Horde, which I really like. So, what you can do is if you play Electro Spirit right in the middle, um, the Minion Horde will be brought over, or maybe one tile to either the left or the right past the middle, um, on the opposite lane that the Minion Horde's coming down. So, let's say Minion Horde is coming down the right lane, you put it one tile to the left past the middle, or if the minion horde is coming down the left lane, you put it one tile past the middle to the right, and the minion horde will go to the electro spirit, both towers will lock on to the minion horde, and electro spirit will hit all six minions, and I think they might get one hit, um, but I'm not sure, because I haven't played the interaction a lot, but I'm pretty sure that's a full counter, um, and now you're at a four elixir advantage, because they just played minion horde. Now, also what it's really good for um, let's say someone plays Giant and then Witch, um, what I would do, or I would play Electro Spirit onto the Giant, it would hit all the skeletons of the Witch and hit the Witch, and then I would probably play a Knight on the Witch, and, and then uh, Tesla to pull the Giant, because the Knight will most likely kill the Witch, and if it doesn't kill the Witch, then I would just log the Witch, get some extra tower damage, that kind of stuff. Now, for Electro Spirit, it's really vital that you either save it or cycle it at the bridge. Because if you try to cycle Electro Spirit at the back, there's no point. It's going to die. Um, but if you just throw it at the bridge, it doesn't matter if they get King Tower activation. Because it is possible to get a King Tower activation using Electro Spirit by putting something in between Princess Tower and the King Tower. But um, it doesn't matter for Expo because Expo attacks from the other side, from your side. So it doesn't matter if they have King Tower activation. So, what you have to do is just play to the bridge to cycle. This is one of the cards you can just cycle in the beginning of the game. If you have Electro Spirit in your starting hand, don't save it. You don't need to save the card. It doesn't matter if they're playing um, Log Bait or something. And in my opinion, for Log Bait, use your Log on their Goblin Barrel and or their Princess. Because if you lose, use it on a... I mean, if they have a really big push, a bunch of goblins or skeletons or whatever, yeah, use it on that. But most of the time, I think Goblin Barrel and Princess are the ones that deal the most damage. And the way I counter, the way I counter that is, I um, if they play Goblin Barrel, I log it. If they play Princess, I let the Princess log onto my tower, and I just played skeletons. Or you could play the Knight or Archers or whatever. Um. So now that we've gone over the whole Electro Spirit thing, let's just go right back to the Fireball. Okay, so the fireball, the fireball I think is the, what is it, third, third most? 
second most used card with a 24% usage rate. Oh, wow. So the Fireball um, is a very versatile card. And what you want to use it for is hitting something in the tower. Now, let's say they put Magic Archer and Minion Horde and Wizard and Electro Wizard in a whole group. Of course, Fireball that and get value. But if somebody plays Firecracker, Bomber, Archers, Wizard, Electro Wizard, um, Archer Queen, Magic Archer, anything like that that can either be killed or almost killed with a Fireball, Fireball, the Princess Tower, and Fireball, the edge of the Princess Tower. So, the edge where they play the card, it would usually go right around it. So, Fireball, the edge. And if you are going to Prediction Fireball, Fireball, that edge. Because if you're going for the right tower, it'll be the very left edge. You know, for the left tower, the very right edge. Um, in my opinion, I think most people go for your right tower. So, if you're going to predict, I'd predict the right tower most of the time. But that's just me. Predict away. But if you do predict, go on the edge to get extra area. Oh, goodness. Extra area to hopefully hit something. Now, also with Fireball, it's really great for spell cycle at the end of the game. It's not a rocket, so it can't, like, two-shot a tower or whatever, but but it is good for spell cycle. The only thing I would say is that if you're using a Fireball, don't use it constantly. Every, every time you get Fireball in rotation, don't just throw it at the tower to spell cycle. Because if you spell cycle a firewall and they play Golem Night Witch at the bridge, then your four elixir down and they have a twelve elixir push. Then you probably can defend, you know, good placed Tesla, good placed archers, well placed log, cycle back to fireball, whatever. But in my opinion, I think it's better to save your fireball until at least double elixir. And then when you see that they're not building up a big push or they put something in the back that you can fireball, I would fireball that to get extra, you know, chip damage and stuff like that. So, now that we've gone over the Fireball, let us go to, in my opinion, the most one of the most important cards in this deck, the Knight. So now let's talk about the Knight. The Knight is the tank of this deck. The Knight is the, the card that you would use for everything. The Knight is the card you would use against a big push. And you would use it, and you would pull the peck up. Pull the, whatever, giant skeleton. So... The Knight, in my opinion, is one of the most important cards in this deck because it's your only tank. It's your only tanky card. And I'm going to tell you some tips and tricks. So the way to counter a Mega Knight is to play a Knight pretty much just in the middle and then play Skeletons behind the Mega Knight after it jumps. So imagine, oh, play a Mega Knight on the left tower. And you play your Knight in the middle and it jumps on the Knight. Just play your Skeletons behind the, the Mega Knight and you kill it. Now there is a way to kill the Mega Knight with just a Knight, but you have to play it so perfectly um, that I haven't even been able to do that myself. So I would say just playing Knight Skeletons is a lot easier. But if you want to try to do it, I think you have to put it two tiles to the right or left from the middle um, right before he jumps. And then he'll jump all the way to the side. And um, then it might also get King Tower Activation. So that's a whole thing, but I think that's a bit too complicated, at least for me. Um, 
also for the knight. If you're playing against a P.E.K.K.A., what you want to do is you want to place knight in the middle, pull the pull the knight, and then place skeletons um, in front of the knight. So it kills, so it takes three hits to hit it. Or you can play knight and then play skeletons behind it, same, same as the Mega Knight. Um, and knight is also just a great synergy card. So let's say somebody gives up, but you can't really like rush the tower with Expo. So you just play knight, archers, electro spirit, skeletons, and then just cycle it, you know? Um, and honestly, knight is knight is your tank card. You can think of knight as just like a, a meat shield. And the way I play my Expo, actually, is um, I usually wait. I usually wait till they make a commitment either on the opposite side or they play like Golem in the back. Then I would just play Expo at the bridge. And there is a way to play Expo, so it's not right at the bridge. So it's, I think, one tile back. So I would just get the hang of that um, as you start. But when I play Expo, I probably wait until the Expo, it's like cooldown goes off. Like when you play Expo, I think it's like a 1.1 second or something like that. Cooldown until it can start shooting. And once it gets to about half or three quarters, then I play my Knight in front. Just in case they play uh, Valkyrie or Lumberjack or Skeletons or Mini P.E.K.K.A. And if they do play that, then I play Skeletons and um, Archers on the side or Tesla in front or something like that. To keep my expo alive. Because even if it's 0.5 seconds of expo damage on the tower. That's a lot of damage. That is like 400-500 damage. If you play it right. So. Knight is the card. That, that is expendable. You can just use the knight basically as a meat shield. Because the cycle is so quick. That you're playing knight. Okay. I'm going to log his push. I'm going to play skeletons to pull. I'm going to play electro spirit to stun. I'm going to play archers on the side. Boom. I have another knight. Especially in Double Elixir, when you can you can cycle these four cards, well, it would be 3, 2, 1, 1. That's 7. So 7 Elixir, you would get in about 3.5 seconds. So every 3.5 seconds, technically, you can have a new Knight out on the field. So just know that the cards that you're playing, you don't need to save. This deck is not a, a deck where you're like, okay, I'm going to strategically save these cards um, and honestly, you can cycle a log at the bridge because what you can do, you can play Electro Spirit against Goblin Barrel and maybe it'll get one or two hits, but it's still a one for three interaction. You can cycle archers, you can cycle skeletons. Um, the only thing I wouldn't say to cycle, in my opinion, is a knight. Um, you can play knight against small pushes just to defend against, you know, one Lumberjack, one Valkyrie, one whatever. But I wouldn't just throw Knight randomly out onto the battlefield because it's not going to do much. And they're usually going to respond with something that Knight could possibly counter. So now that we've talked a bit about Knight, let's go into the other one elixir card, Skeletons. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Skeletons. And Skeletons, it's like a mini Skeleton Army. You want to use these guys to block tanks, to kill tanks. Um, and it's really going to pair well with the Teslas. Now, Tesla Tower did get a relatively large nerf, um, but I think it's still, in my opinion, probably the best building. Maybe Expo is better than Tesla, but I really think Tesla's better than Expo even, just because it's so interchangeable with many other buildings. And some people might say Cannon's better, and I can see why Cannon's better. It, the only thing for me, Tesla can go underground, so the only spell that can hurt it is Earthquake, which is really good. Um, and it also hits air, and I think it stays alive longer, and that's only, that's for one elixir more, so in my opinion, it's the best building in the game, and 
Okay, I'm off track. Let's go back to skeletons. Back to skeletons. So these skeletons that we that we uh, so dearly love have have Larry in it, and Larry is probably the best card in the game because if you haven't seen, if you freeze a tower six to seven times and rage Larry. He could kill a cat. Could kill the tower. Oh my god! I can't speak. Okay, you know what? We're just gonna go into skeletons. Skeletons. I told you a bit about skeletons from some of the other, you know, interactions. But what you want to do with skeletons? Those are the cyclable cards. Cyclable cards. You can play them right at the bridge. But what I would say is I would split them in the back. So one going one way and two going the other way. Um, similar to archers. Um, and if you do split that, the only reason I say that is just because let's say somebody plays uh, mini Pekka or something. It'll be stalled for even if it's half a second, so that you can get your knight out and your electric spirit or whatever. Now skeletons are another one of these cards. You don't need to save skeletons. Skeletons are really good for countering things, but it's not like you can't cycle back to them. And you can use other cards instead of skeletons. You don't need to be really liberal in the way that you play them. You can just play them, and then they might get killed. And then you can log Electro Spirit Archers and you have another one. And it's like, go well, you know? It's really easy. So there's no need to stress about playing these games. Um, and actually, one of the ways that I learned how to play was playing Classic Challenges. But if you do want to play this Expo Cycle deck, Skeletons are like, you should level them up. But if you have level... 11 skeletons, I think I have level 11 skeletons, it's not that big of a deal, because their main point is just to be a distraction, it's not like you're gonna be, you know, using skeletons to kill a tower, they could kill a tower if you put, like, a knight in front or something, but it's not, it's not their main purpose, their main purpose is basically just to be the, this, the scapegoats, the ones who die, but they distract while all your other, you know, buildings and troops and stuff in your tower is killing the main threat, so, now that we've talked about these skeletons, we're going to move on to our second spell, and that is the log. Okay, so now let's talk about the log. The log, I think it's the most used card in the game, honestly. Um, yeah, it's rank number one of most used. 26% of people use it. And honestly, I think log is one of the best spells in the game. I'm not sure if it's the best spell. I don't know if there really is a best spell. Best spell. I think spells are used in different ways, but log is definitely a really good spell. And in my opinion, I think Log, Zap, and maybe Giant Snowball or Arrows. I think Log, or sorry, Zap, Giant Snowball, and Tornado are supposed to be interchangeable. Because they have the same damage, but do different things. But like honestly, I think Log is definitely in the front for a good reason, because it's a great card. And um, similar to Skeletons, man, you don't need to save your Log. Especially... If you're playing in, like, a, a log bait deck, something like that, what you can do is you can just, you know, let's say somebody plays Goblin Gang, Mirror, Clone, Princess, Skeleton Army, just use the log. And if you don't have the log against the, that whole thing, use the Electro Spirit. And actually, a really cool thing I learned, um, I'm going back to Skeletons, I know I'm sort of jumping around here but with skeletons you can counter a skeleton army with skeletons so if you play skeletons um pretty much like at the top like right next to the the moat water area right in the middle then half the skeleton army will go to the skeletons and then the other half will get killed by the tower and then that then when the half that went to the skeletons 
comes to the tower, then it'll get killed as well, and that's, that's a cool interaction. Anyway, you can just use the lock. Now, you you don't want to just use it willy-nilly to play it and predict a goblin barrel on your king tower, but log is a card where you can just deal quick chip damage, right? And over the game, if you play five, six logs on their tower, and they don't get any hits on your tower, and it goes into you know, tiebreaker, you would win because you just got that extra chip damage. So you want to use your log against big swarms. And also you can use your log against, you know, a push. Like let's say someone plays Witch Pekka, you can just use your log to knock everything back, kill all the skeletons, and then you can play Knight against the Witch and skeletons against the Pekka and Electro Spirit and Pestla and whatever. And so... Log is basically used to clear everything out. And log can also be used, let's say Pekka's about to hit your tower, you can just use log and then skeletons and it'll retarget. So log is a very versatile card. Don't don't save it. Use it and use it the way you feel is best. And honestly, I can tell you a lot about this deck and how to use each of these cards, but the real way to use them is just to figure it out on your own and play it. Like, I started, I had no clue. I was sort of like, learned a bit, I um, listened to some people who play this deck, I watched some videos, and I looked it up, and I, you know, it's like, okay, I've played Tesla a bit, Electro Spirit's really good in this way, Arch is really good in this way, and I sort of just did things that felt right until, until I was like, I sort of got the hang of it, and uh, at least for me in this last season in Clash Royale, I really haven't been focused on trophies that much, I think I'm still in Challenger 1, so maybe later in the season, um, I might push maybe the last few days, but I think if you are in above 5,000, I would really just try this deck out for fun, and if you're not, then you can find if this deck is, you really like it, or you can use this deck um, and play classic challenges. There are only 10 gems, and every single time you level up, you get 50 gems, which is 5 classic challenges, and you can get really good rewards. I actually recently got a legendary out of my classic challenge chest, which is really good. Um, and so it's, it's just play the game and it's not, it's not a big deal if you don't understand a deck or if you don't think it's super fun, because maybe in the, in in a month when you understand the game even better, then you'll like it even more. Okay. I went on a bit of a tangent. Let's go into the Tesla. Um, I think I'm actually going to do a joint sort of segment here with Tesla and Expo because they pretty much go together in the ways that you can play them. Okay. You know what? Let's just get into it. Okay, so this is the main, sort of main two cards. I would say Knight is also a main card, but it's a Tesla and Expo. Now, I would say they can be used in two different ways. They can be used defensively, and they can be used offensively. And if you're going to use Tesla defensively, you're going to want to play it um, sort of middle-middle. Middle, up and down, middle, side to side, horizontally and vertically. If you're going to play Expo defensively, you want to play it a bit closer to your King Tower. Um, probably about a tile or two closer to your King Tower than the Tesla. Um, but relatively similar, like middle and then like a little bit lower than middle, up and down, a little bit lower than middle, side to side. But if you're going to play them offensively, I mean, you can't really play an offensive Tesla. Like, you can't, like, play a Tesla at the bridge and it's not going to shoot sparky shots and kill the game tower. But what you can do is if you play an Expo, uh, I think it's about a tile back from the bridge, you can play Tesla uh, right next to the bridge. So if someone plays Hog Rider... Excuse me. Someone plays Hog Rider. Um, the Hog Rider will go for the Tesla rather than the Expo, and then you can play a Skeleton's Knight, Electrosphere, whatever. 
and kill the hog rider, and then the expo will lock on the tower. So your main goal is to use Tesla skeletons, archers, Electro Spirit Knight to get everything away from your tower and away from your expo, and then firewall and log to kill everything who has low health or to deal damage to the other person's tower if you can't lock on with your expo. So, like I said before, you sort of have to just play it to figure it out, but I would say one thing with Tesla, it is the most powerful card in this deck because playing a bad Tesla placement can ruin the game. And I've done that before. I played a Tesla wait like one tile too far, Hog Rider didn't get pulled, it dealt a thousand damage to my tower, I couldn't spell cycle fast enough, and I lost the game. So, I would say if you're just starting up this deck, just you can just play Tesla like you know, in front of your tower, maybe if like one tile, two tiles away from you know the straight line to your tower so it gets pulled, and slowly you can start playing it a bit farther out if you feel more and more comfortable, because something that I did when I started, I, I messed it up, I just, I just sort of tried to play as far away as possible so I get as much value, but even if you play Tesla right in front of your tower, it will still kill a hog rider. Um, and the only thing that I would say for Tesla is that you should sort of save it. Like, you can play it against a push, but don't just play it to predict something. If something if somebody plays a P.E.K.K.A. in the back, don't play Tesla immediately. Because the Tesla will now be at half health once the P.E.K.K.A. gets to the bridge, and then it's a one-shot. And so, if you can keep your Tesla alive to deal as much damage to a push as possible, then that's, that's the best scenario. So I wouldn't predict anything with Tesla. Um, and with Expo, I would say similar, but you can... I mean, you can bait someone if somebody's trying to rocket cycle you. What you can do is play Expo in the middle as a defensive Expo. And then and then if somebody rockets that Expo, you just quickly cycle with your 1 and 2 and 3 elixir cards. And then you have another Expo at the bridge, and they can't cycle faster than you. I'm going into more intense stuff, but this is basically the, the rundown of how to play this deck. So I hope you enjoyed this. Um, go check out the description for the, for the, for the time cards, I guess. You know, it just, just, you're going to have listened to the intro. The intro will be like, yo, what's up? We're going to talk about 3.0 Expo. Check the time cards in the description. So, thank you for listening. Please go ahead and check out the, um, et- the Eternal Brawl podcast. I just did something super fun with them, so the episode's probably going to go out relatively soon, so go check them out. And then uh, they might come on to this podcast, or uh, Nemo might, so that, that's super great. Make sure to go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast grow, and I appreciate everyone who has done that. And finally, go ahead and answer that Spotify question. Um, nobody got it right. Nobody got the answer right. People said, I think, somebody said 15, somebody said 14, somebody said 16 um, for the legendaries. I think the answer is 18. or seven, No, I think it's 17. It's 17. Yeah, it's 17 legendaries. So it's, that's a lot of legendaries now. So... The next riddle, you have to have paid attention. What rank, so what like percentage of people use the fireball? Don't look this up. You can go back in the episode because I, I did say it. I did say it. And it is the second highest, so maybe that's, that's a hint. But what percentage? Is it like 5%, 50%, 6,421%? You never know. I'll see your answers in the Spotify question. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you play some Expo because it is the best deck in the game. Probably not, but doesn't matter. And um, bada-bing, bada-boom, goodbye.